Welcome to our podcast, it's the latest thing you know We're talking into mics just like on the radio But we can talk about buttholes and boobies and everything more Dicks and cunts and smoking blunts will come up for sure Rap time, motherfucking dick sucking pussy loving time Say some more shit just to make it all rhyme No, just start a fucking show Welcome to Beard in the Semi. I'm David. I'm Andrew. Indeed he is. Today we have our challenges to discuss. I don't know what our topic will be, but you'll find out. And our homework. It might be short and snappy, it might be long and hard. And some facts. I forgot about facts. The dangling facts. The other thing we forgot to mention was a debate. Oh yeah. (laughs) Now off to the episode. How are you doing, Andrew? I'm very well, David. Thank you. How are you? Eh, I've been better. Corona's bringing us down a little. You know, two months now. Indoors kind of makes you go crazy. Not that I've been indoors. I just go wherever I please. But but there's nowhere to go. That's <laughs> yeah, the problem, man, I'm so tired of the park. And I just keep injuring myself in weird ways. Yeah. Like I was trying to show Atusa how to ride a skateboard, even though I don't know how to ride a skateboard. And I assumed yeah, and it was like a problem. snowboard, which I also... <laughs> don't know how to ride and i was there's this thing in snowboarding to see if you're a goofy or a regular which is to see which foot you land on when you're a pretend falling and i tried to demonstrate how to pretend fall and instead fell about six feet and i just whacked my hands with my wrists and then the other day i just hurt my foot and it's in pain and i don't know why i hate to tell you this david but it's called getting old uh, we all do it <laughs> no lie it does feel that way i'm like i'm close to 30 am i actually dying in this quarantine i've hurt myself more than ever yeah. but also it's the most i've ever trained so proving my point that gym is bad for you but andrew you have news for us i certainly do i came back to the uk so boo back in leave no one wants you here boo <laughs> that's what they said at passport control as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> like did you get told you needed to quarantine or anything when you came back? No, we arrived just before they put that in place. Isn't that so crazy? That that wasn't in place? The impression I got is they didn't really know what was going on, so we could just walk through and be fine, and that's basically what happened. The weirdest thing, the whole journey and the whole time you're in the airport, you've got to wear masks and cover your face. Now I turned to my better half and I thought, could you imagine if five months ago you tried going to the airport with your face covered and trying to get through? They would have none of that. They'd send you off into like a little box room sticking fingers up your arse, seeing what sort of devices you've got on you and now they're telling you to do it this is insane but it's like Heathrow Airport was completely dead uh, London Underground was completely dead and it was like 9am 9, 9 you know sort of perfect rush hour time so it was it was such a weird experience it was so surreal when I saw it the first time I went to Waterloo and there was no one in Waterloo and it was like 4 o'clock on a Saturday it's just like this isn't right <laughs> this yeah. It should be so busy. (laughs) It was a nice day. (laughs) It felt like I was in 28 days later. Yeah, I know what you mean. There's sort of like plastic bags floating around. (laughs) And you're like, but where are the people who use these plastic bags? Where's everyone gone? I was in in a park in in Ottawa before we came back. And uh, it was a really nice hot sunny day, believe it or not. Because they occasionally have them in between mountains of snow. And I was sitting there and I was like, you know what? I could believe if this was like a lazy Sunday afternoon 
but it was a Saturday. It was like a prime time Saturday, and I was like, that's what makes this weird. In London, if you go to a park, it's never fucking empty. And then I get all annoyed. I'm like, why are you out? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, why are you out, motherfucker? <laughs> I get sad. <laughs> I got moved by the police, right? When I was sat down on my own, like 50 meters away from anyone. How much more socially distant can I be? <laughs> they had Boris Johnson's speech on Sunday, and I, I watched it, and I was like, uh, the, what I've gathered from what you said is that nothing has changed and they've got no idea oh that's been it every time i used to watch it every day and then i just after the third day i was like oh so they just keep repeating same, same the shit. same stuff in different ways <laughs> over and over again cool this is a waste of time <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what's going on we don't know how to help you but stay inside and everything will be okay <laughs> at some point and you're like okay that's no different from what you said yesterday or the day before and then they're like major announcement new yeah. A new update. The update is stay inside, don't go out, try not to talk to anyone. <laughs> You're like, what? Nothing's changed. What I don't get is the denial some people still have of it. Like, oh, it's not that bad. And they go, oh, it's only, the death rate is only 0.1%. I was like, okay, but there's 8 billion people on the planet. So 0.1% of that is more than Hitler killed. And that's considered a genocide. <laughs> so, cool with that. <laughs> yeah, but this is just a genocide of Mother Nature, I guess. Like, we all mm. denied it at first when it was in China. Because <laughs> it was like fucking Chinese, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> when, it yeah. when it didn't matter to us and wasn't affecting us, it was bullshit. No one cared. Even when it was in Italy, we were like, ah, it's Italy, man. They're just sleeping. This is probably what it is. <laughs> As soon as it started hitting us, we were like, oh yeah. shit, no, this is for real. And Americans are the ones that are denying it the most, and like, they're dying the most. And you're just like, yo, can you read the numbers? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was insane to me, because I I love American sports, so when I was uh, watching the basketball, um, I was in a sports bar in Canada, and then all of a sudden they just started turning all the TVs off, like in the middle of the afternoon. You're like, what the fuck's going on? And they're like, every game has been cancelled. And the guy was like, how the fuck is a sports bar meant to operate without any sports? This is insane. You can get a foosball table and make pets on foosball. That's you just get you just get longer sticks for the thing. You gotta keep the, the social, social distance, distance obviously. <laughs> That's only one meter. You need longer. I guess the the funniest thing of all, right, is how Brexit came about because Nigel Farage said we'd give X amount of money to the NHS. Well, do you know what? We finally got Brexit. None of that money went to the NHS. But if it did, this probably wouldn't have been as big of a problem as it was. <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, I think they're getting supported with all the claps. You know. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I forgot that. Yeah. That negates all the money that they need, the pay that they should get. A, fr a friend of mine is a, is a nurse, and they've been asked, some of them, to cancel holidays uh, or forego their annual leave. And you think, like, why? You should be getting bonuses. Every banker should lose their bonus this year. Every politician should lose their bonus. Yeah. They should all go into an NHS pot. That's for, like, the next right, 10 years. But like you say, they've, they've covered that by clapping. When they said that, I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. That's, that's really dumb. And I was like, it will last a day. And then every week we were out found like 8 p.m. People were outside the window clapping. It's gotten less and less though. So it yeah. shows people don't give a fuck as much. <laughs> they, they just want to be like on social media and go, look, we're clapping. And <laughs> 
your when life your life is on the line, line a fucking yeah. crap ain't, ain't really doing you much. Especially when the when it's over, you're not gonna get those claps anymore. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Where where was the clapping before this? Because nurses and doctors and care workers, are, are, they're always overworked, under underpaid, underappreciated, lack of equipment, lack of care. Where are the you know where have the claps been for the past x amount of decades? But they might do maybe like an annual clap a year. I, I guess would probably be the best that that would come out of this. Really, I think more money to the to the nhs and the care system yeah we both know that's not (laughs) (laughs) but this is the 21st century where clearly that's never going to work i think that's our topic really i think yeah we got a lot to say about our challenges how was your challenge i actually really enjoyed it so it was the uh voice actors improvising uh, characters or creating characters on the spot based on seeing drawing of the character they're meant to do and then explaining sort of various techniques and ways to create characters the other set of videos you gave me to watch was people criticizing other people taking on their characters i i thought it was cracking oh my god is that three in a row <laughs> <laughs> you're doing well so far Uh, I was going to say one thing that I think everyone said which I found quite interesting is when you look at the art sometimes it's good to go against the grain Mm. and not do typically what you'd think and that's what would get you potentially the role with some of the the images that these actors have to do you could sort of tell that they wouldn't get that part I was sort of looking at the image and hearing the voice and I'm like I don't think they've quite got it but sometimes they just nailed it straight straight away. They just got the voice and you're like, okay, yeah, you know what to do. Someone like Patrick, whatever his name is, Warburton, yeah. um, just does, yeah, sort of the same the same voice. But like the Looney Tune guy just goes all over the fucking place. Yeah. The yeah, one exactly. I didn't like the most was the um, guy who does Spongebob. He just sound high-pitched the whole time. And it was yeah. just, you just sound like Spongebob the whole time. It didn't really... Yeah, he basically just got Spongebob. I think he said he got it sort of first time and it just worked and he nailed it, uh, which is rare. He admittedly, he said. But then I heard all his other characters and I was like, okay, so you basically, you're SpongeBob and that's it. <laughs> like you, all, your other, all your other characters are basically just variations of SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah. I think the one that impressed me the most was John DiMaggio. But his characters, he's like Patrick Warburton in that you can tell it's him, but each one does sound different it's got a different feeling to it so although you know who the voice actor is the characters are completely different you know I, I'm a big fan of uh, Futurama and of Adventure Time mm. and I know that Bender and Jake sound very very similar but at the same time I never watch Adventure Time thinking that's basically Bender mm. and I ever watch Bender being like oh that's Jake the dog so uh, he's he's it's really quite good to be able to do something like that. And sometimes, yeah, it's just a slight tweak is all it needs. And he's pretty good at it, mm. um, in getting those little differences in. Can I get you to do quickly do a character right now? So if I if I try and implement what I've learned, it looks looks like an owl, obviously, but it doesn't look like a wise owl. I'd say it's a bit more confused, maybe puzzled. It's got little wiggly eyes. It looks like shocked to me uh, yeah it's sort of a bit shocked or bemused maybe it looks like it's beaks open maybe i'll have a couple of attempts uh, maybe it's like bargaining with a worm or something it's called <laughs> it's prey like a mouse and the mouse has just said something to it like like it's trying to bamboozle it <laughs> it's like oh, oh, oh. 
think. <laughs> <laughs> You're just doing a bet. <laughs> What did you say to me? I just caught you in the moonlight and you were trying to bargain with me to get out of being eaten? This isn't how this works. How was, how was that? Terrible. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Like, oh! What's oh! wrong there? <laughs> now you just sound like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> now <laughs> listen here, guys! That's what it looks like to me. If you hoot what the bird is cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard what the bird is cooking? <laughs> it better not be me. <laughs> a hoot. <laughs> a hoot. A twit-woo. A twit-woo. A twit-to-woo. A twit-to-woo. He's just doing that little thing with his eyebrows. Yeah, it's the eyebrows. I'm trying to... What? Anyway. Or just do a dramatic turn. What? <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna know what the fuck we're talking about. It'll be on our Instagram. Also, that should be on our Instagram is the logos that I have yet to put on our Instagram because I'm a failure. I'm sorry. Don't be mad at me, guys. Please. I know we tell you to go on our Instagram. And I don't actually go on our Instagram. I haven't. Do you know what? I don't think I've logged into our Instagram for ages. I just sort of let you deal with that one. How did you find your challenge? Seems very fun. An actual challenge. Put a lot of, of energy, I think, into it. I had a few ideas. At first, I was just like, what? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I had no what idea. What am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> and then just all of a sudden, like, three ideas popped into my head. One of them was like a, a speed dating thing for, for superheroes. It would be funny to see how they'd interact. We could create our own superheroes while also using known yeah. superheroes. The other one you, you, you sent me as a, a suggestion was talk show. Ah, yes, talk show. Those things seem very much like a radio skit. Yeah. And then the last thing, which is the one that I've sort of put all of the effort into right now, is a Pokemon spoof called get this genius name guys that you've definitely never heard of before <laughs> tokemon <laughs> but it's spelled m-a-h-n like wow. man <laughs> definitely different than anything you've heard before sure. i mean i was i was majorly surprised um and impressed with the amount of effort and time that you put into it when you sent me the link to what you'd done and you were like i might need some help and i read the thing and i was like help with what you've done it all <laughs> like I, I fucking love this i think it's amazing yeah i was um, really shocked <laughs> 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 i sent it to loads of people and they were like yeah it's good one of my friends said it had a rick and morty vibe and i was like holy shit <laughs> do you understand the kind of compliment you're giving me <laughs> Do you know what? I, 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 I can see that now that you've you've said it for sure. It's, it's definitely got that sort of I think it's the the relationship between the grandpa and <laughs> and the grandson. Yeah, there is there is I, I do quite like yeah, like I say when I read it, I was, I, I thought it was great and I didn't want to change a thing. Also, it was your challenge. <laughs> so it was sort of cheating if I if I helped you. I didn't realize that's why you didn't want to help me. 
but yeah, it went it went well, which for some reason I wasn't expecting. Which is it's nice. It's nice to know people people enjoyed my work. Something different to do during during this lockdown as well, and it, it probably oh, I, yeah, don't, I don't know for for you, but for me, doing these different characters and, and working on different accents and stuff, it just made time go a little quicker. I wasn't doing the same shit every day. No, for sure, I couldn't agree more. Just like the research part of it, I've mm. always you know wanted to do something kind of creative, but having a template already there with Pokemon really helps. <laughs> Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, so this is the established world. Now I'm just spoofing it. And then I can start adding my own bits here and there, which Mm. I did. So how I started with it was I got the beginning script of when Professor Oak starts talking to you. (laughs) You're right, the beginning, yeah. At first, it was was different. It was just like Professor Oak talking to me. But then I was like, "Ah, I'm not... It feels a bit weird. (laughs) So Mm. I started adding a bit more character bits. And, like, I changed the layout of it here and there. And I just started having a lot more fun with it once I Mm. started doing that. And then ideas started to come. It's, It's funny, when you get in that flow, how things... At first, I thought nothing. (laughs) And then once I started, just stuff was coming out. And and even like the Pokemon, like just coming up with the Pokemon has been a fun little exercise. Well, well, what I thought it would be. I I thought you'd do sort of the minimum, the bare minimum. It's not what I do. (laughs) (laughs) And plus, I got so much time. (laughs) (laughs) It's time to go to our fact. Andrew, take it away. Uh, I don't actually have a specific fact. I was just going to say some shit about Jupiter. <laughs> so what you're going to do is not give a fact. When I specifically <laughs> asked for a fact. <laughs> While I was searching for a fact, you stopped me from finding said fact. <laughs> so you could give me a non-fact. A non-fact fact. I, I can give you um, some shit about Jupiter. Is it a fact? <laughs> About Jupiter. The giant red eye, or the red storm cloud within Jupiter, that's believed to be about 360 years old. So that storm on Jupiter, that red eye, has been going for at least 360 years. Do you imagine a storm lasting 360 years? Yes, because there is a period in time where I think there was rain for 2 million years. It was called the Carnian Pluvial Event. And how do they how have they measured that, though? It, they don't think it rained the whole time, but it was, like, so much. I mean, it's crazy. Crazy. There's so there's just so little that they actually know. In Earth, not in Jupiter. Oh, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> yeah. Spin back around and tell me that shit again. What? In Earth, there was a period of time where it rained for two million years. Is this during Noah's Ark? And they just got the <laughs> might days be. And 40 nights no, I never slightly that. off. <laughs> it was like it was about forty days and forty nights, or two million years, one or the other. I can't remember. It was. I mean, it was long before humans existed, but I would fucking expect so. <laughs> Be curious to know what we would do just by the fact that we can barely handle the flu what we would do if it started raining non-stop for one year I mean, I'm going to be honest, uh, living in uh, London, it seems to rain more often than not. But just like, imagine every day. I'd build a boat. Build a great big boat. You wouldn't want to be in sea if it was storming every day. (laughs) 
<laughs> You've got nowhere to build it, I suppose. <laughs> Just every time, it's like, oh my god, again, the foundations of my boat have been washed away. <laughs> At least I'll know if it floats immediately. <laughs> now it's time for our debatical. Devil's Advocate. Welcome to Devil's Advocate, guys. Here we debate whether something is good, bad, ugly, beautiful, whatever we want, really. One of us is usually on an opposing view of our own, but... In this instance. <laughs> it's up to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but today we'll be debating whether or not Nickelback is good or bad. I will be debating that they're good, because obviously, and Andrew the Heathen will say that they're bad. Who's the devil advocate guy? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly Andrew. Andrew, take it away. Right, Nickelback is bad because... Their songs are very repetitive. And they're not that good. <laughs> I've never listened to a Nickelback song and thought, you know what, I fucking love that. What a jam. You know, sometimes it's just about it's about what you hear. And when you listen to Nickelback, you don't hear anything good. I mean, that sounded more like a final statement than your full whole minute. <laughs> Uh, it, yeah, it wasn't that long. I don't have that much Nickelback information, to be honest. Clearly, it's not that <laughs> bad. <honest>. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad because it's bad, and sometimes bad is bad enough. Nickelback is good because they've come out with some classic bangers like Hero and Rockstar, you know, and Photograph. These are all great songs. Do they sound... Very similar, yes, but <laughs> that doesn't mean they're right. bad. No, 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 stop that shit. Who are you? You always uh, stop me from uh, being negative when I'm meant to be positive, man. But I'm you not being negative. Do... I'm not being negative. You can't do that. Not they being negative. The fucking I'm same. not being negative. Let me finish. <laughs> do they sound similar? Yes, but they are enjoyable songs you know when a comic comes out and he says the same kind of jokes over and over again you still laugh because it's funny and that's the same with music and they have different words and shit so they're not really the same they just have a similar melody and why not keep the same melody also photograph is one of the best memes out there so <laughs> nickelback is the best i mean you kind of sold me <laughs> I do, I do love that meme. <laughs> Look at this graph. <laughs> do you know what? I actually I was listening to the radio and the, that ca the song came on, and I forgot that the actual name of the song and the words are photograph. <laughs> and I was baffled. I was like, "Wait, why the fuck?" Oh yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the fact that it's not exactly right as well. Uh, no. <laughs> Rebuttal me. <laughs> All right, David, I'll give you that uh, good point on the meme, but repetitive, it doesn't make you good. Just because you keep doing the same thing over and over again uh, doesn't mean it's still as good as it was the first time. You mentioned comedians repeating the same jokes and you still laugh, but do you? I don't think you do. By the time you've heard Nickelback's fourth album, and it sounds like their first album, you're like, come on, guys, let's try something different for once i don't know about andrew but i i personally hate it when a band takes a new approach and tries to be creative when they had a classic album and they could have just stuck with their classic style as nickelback has done for decades daft punk classic album and then they just started doing doo-doo fucking the beatles what's all that weird shit that they did towards the end you know it's fucking weird 
Nickelback. <laughs> you know what you're getting. The same. <laughs> it's, it's comfort. The reason Nickelback is really bad is because they've done nothing to challenge music. They've just stuck in the same boat thinking it, it works and thinking that's the way forward. But we need new ideas to move music forward. Nickelback is safe. It's <laughs> created a classic with the Spider-Man song and it's one of the most memeable things on the planet and it's fun. Everyone sings to Nickelback songs. <laughs> And I oh, just don't want to be a big rock star And this see that a hero can see That's it, that's the only two I know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I only know look at this graph I don't, I don't yeah. even know the rest of this song I don't think anyone does <laughs> Basically, I think Nickelback would have died if it wasn't for that meme <laughs> But tell me you didn't listen to Hero I was convinced that Hero wasn't Nickelback <laughs> Until I watched the end credits, and I was like, "Oh, shame! It is. I always thought it was someone else." <laughs> it's okay. You like Nickelback? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Not as much as you, apparently, who adequately defended it for quite some time. I'm a good debater. You are a master debater. I'm a master debater. Yes. All right. All right. It's time for homework and the new challenges. I don't know why I did that. You're not a horse. No. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Take it away, Andrew. Your new challenge. Yes. You said you had something for me. Uh, to get into characters, uh, I would have my better half assist me with some improv. So we would play some improvisational games together. Mm -hmm. I wanted you to do that with a couple of your friends. The idea is to, I guess, get your creative juices flowing without thinking too much. So one of the biggest improv games is Yes And. And the idea is that... Whatever anyone says, you have to yes and it. So you continue the story and you just make shit up and it can be as crazy as possible. But the idea is whatever you're given, you don't throw back. So it's a good way to, I guess, get a bit out of your comfort zone. And because you can't agree as to what you're going to do, uh, you've got no idea where it's going to go. I was playing those in my better half, and I just I found it quite fun, quite exhilarating. I have tried to do something like this in the past. I've actually got an audiobook of improv for actors, and that's the first game that they have. But I didn't fully get it, and I thought you had to say yes. And. I mean, you do. You don't. <laughs> You don't, it's the, yeah, you don't have to. I you, thought you had to say yes, and then you'd go with the next thing. But you just, yes, anding means keep it going. <laughs> Not literally say yes. Because <laughs> if you do that, it kind of only follows one structure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. But yeah, no, that's a fun challenge. I like that. Uh, yeah, that might help so, with the scripting as yeah, well. Yeah, for sure. In any sort of block that you've got, it might just, you know, just unlock that thing in your brain. So, well, in essence, that's what the talk show and the speed dating one were based off. Was that improv? Mm. 
so it wouldn't be fully scripted. I like that. That's fun. What homework do you have for me today? Okay, there's a film Kinky Boots on iPlayer. Okay. Kinky Boots is a stage show mm -hmm. at the moment as well, but it's inspired on a on a true story about a shoe manufacturer that gets into a deal with drag queens to make shoes for drag queens. I found it a really funny, great British comedy. I checked IMDb and they thought it was absolutely shit until I realized that all the reviewers were American. American. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I but said really that nice... so quickly with you that I yeah. thought your voice came out of my mouth for a second. <laughs> they don't get it. <laughs> yeah, uh, they, they don't, but it was a really good film. I found uh, a lot of the characters, I found their responses to be very accurate. I thought it was really well written, really well directed. Cool. All right. Well, my homework was watching Cooking with Cannabis and it was fun. <laughs> I watched it as soon as we were done recording. I had a, a good time with it, honestly. At first, it was a bit, you know, that chemistry thing that people yeah. have with the talk where they're trying to get you engaged and they say weird stuff. And they did do that a bit, but every now and again, you got their natural, and I guess you can't help it because they're high. <laughs> so yeah. Then the natural element came out of it. I really liked having the guests on it. Some some guests sucked, but other guests yeah, were great. Sure. <laughs> Some guests were fucking hilarious. Some guests were the better part of the show, in all honesty. My favorite one was when all the rappers were there, <laughs> and they just didn't like that woman's food. <laughs> I noticed that in every other one, they always sat on the last one with them, and not one time did they go talk to they just ate away from her, so they yeah. wouldn't have to say, yeah, your food sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it really kicked me to be giggle. I think it's a good premise, to be honest. I love cooking shows as, like, one of my guilty pleasures. I just love food. It makes me want to eat food that I don't like. Yeah. It gets you to be a bit more adventurous sometimes and just try, try yeah. something. Because I'm like, it looks so good. <laughs> I really want to eat it. I get so hungry. <laughs> yeah. It's, I've always said the first thing I would get if I was like to win the lottery would be a massive house with a huge kitchen. Like a proper like restaurant kitchen. Because that's the thing. Like, I love watching cooking shows. I'm like, oh, I want to do that. And then I go into my kitchen. I'm like, I don't have any of yeah. these things. <laughs> <laughs> like, how? I can make a cheese toasty and that's about it. Yeah. And then I gotta wash the dishes. I don't want to do that. Yeah. So I also definitely have a cleaner because <laughs> fuck washing all that shit. It was. It is my dream. I love cooking. I love food. Yeah. And yeah. cooking shows is my jam. Cooking of cannabis was funny though. Oh, did you find that you learn new stuff and and how the fact it doesn't always have to taste of weed. Whenever I've baked edibles, there's always that sort of weed taste, and I just assumed that was like a just how it was. But then when you see, like, you just have to put that little bit more extra effort and and you can make just about anything. Well, I like that it wasn't just about it, but it was always a part of it. And you always get those chefs on that are, like, doing it for medical. Yeah. They tell you, like, the medical benefits and shit like that. And... I wasn't a big fan of the sub stories, but <laughs> 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 I thought it brought the mood down a little bit. 
open. Sometimes, yeah, for sure. Do you do you ever like call it from the beginning who you reckon is going to win just based on yeah. the way they look? Yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite episode was the uh, like the goth chick. Oh she yeah, had, she had like the maggots and that was shit. yeah, but it was also with the rappers and it was just like she yeah. had really cool creative ideas. Her food looked amazing, and then it was also very funny. <laughs> so it was probably my favorite episode. Yeah, I really enjoyed that one. So thank you for that. That was no another win for Andrew. So your homework is to watch the chef show. There are certain episodes where they're not cooking much. So if you want to skip them, skip them. But I would like you to watch at least the first season. But skip any boring dialogue bits. The second season and third season, it goes more into actual cooking and people because I think it became more established. Mm, I mean, I can just start from the second season if you want. <laughs> or is the first Might one be better quite? off. <laughs> It gets better towards the end of season one. It's just there's certain points where they're just like all sitting on a table. It's Tom Holland and the Russo Sucking brothers. Sucking their own dick. And they're just and, fucking, yeah. yeah. They're talking food, but it's like, eh, I want to see yeah. them actually cook the food, not chat yeah. shit for 20 minutes. I would say that is your homework and your challenge. After you finish watching the chef show, pick a meal that you really liked and try and cook it. And then you post From it on the Instagram show. of all the steps. Okay. All right. Sold. That's the episode. It was long. It was hard. At some point, it got less long, less hard. It was, <laughs> got a bit yeah. soft. It climaxed, and then it went down a bit. <laughs> Everything will be on our Instagram as promised. If you're lucky and I've done this right, then at the end of this episode, you'll have a sneak peek of my script and you'll find all of this stuff on beard.semi.podcast on Instagram. You'll find us on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash beard in the semi. Our Twitter is at beard semi. You can email us on two emails that we never look at, which is beard and the semi at gmail.com or bats at daredevil.co.uk and you can listen to us thanks to Anchor on any of your favourite streaming platforms. Andrew, how can the good people find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter which is at Andrew James. Really need to change it to motherfucker, don't need a prompt. Do you know what though, I was thinking I don't even use my Twitter. I don't know why I tell people that I'm on Twitter. I have it. There's a difference. Do you get notifications at least? No, I don't uh, have the app. It's just like all of our other social media. <laughs> <laughs> Watch, we're gonna go on it and find out we're actually really popular. Why do you never tell me that? But we... no one was getting any response, so they were just like, well, fuck these guys. Alright, I'll make sure I, t- uh, I check it. Yes, and you can find me on Instagram. My Instagram is at supercalifragilistic. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. Do do the voice. Uh, what voice? You know the voice. Tweeting. No. That's all, folks. You know, sometimes you remind me of him. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad. Not in like your look. It's just sometimes when you say words, you like something I've noticed while I'm editing. You'll like start with something and then just change your mind and start saying. Can I get you a your signal, your signal, your your signal, your John Hancock? Yeah, you do that, and it's really funny. Do you realize you do that? Uh, sometimes. I have a real problem with speech. So I just notice it because I'm editing. If you were editing, I'm sure you'd notice I do switch there. I know I say I'm a lot and like a lot. I'm sure we should be fine. 
Maybe that should be the topic theme, so just a compilation of all our Actually, I suppose the topic's the only thing at the moment that doesn't have a theme song, isn't it? I mean, to be fair, the theme song is the topic song. Yeah. This is a long goodbye. <laughs> it's just gonna fuck it, just cut it. This is a long goodbye, end. <laughs> That's it. <sighs> That's a hemp hop. The grass type wolf has an incredibly soft mane. Perfect for when the buzz is too strong. You need to stroke the furry wall. Agonite, a fire type snake. Still growing in a tank, but has ferocious flame tooth. Handy to light it up. Kisubong, a water type either with a wooden tail. With its delicate new teeth, it can only make bongs out of old fruit.